Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Broadcasting live from the iHeartRadio studios in Tribeca. Len Berman and Todd Schnitt in the morning on 710 WOR. And someone's going to do a remix on this thing. Someone's going to put this thing to some type of, uh, you know, DJ uh, club tune. Oh, my God. I mean, does it get a united nightmare? We'll call it a a united mayor is what this thing is. Hey, uh, Joe, filling in for... Len today. Len is off for Passover. Hello, Todd. Len's back tomorrow. So yes. I, I guess this is if you're gonna take off, this is the This is the day. day. This is the day this to the day. take off. Yes. So uh, Len is out today, so it's uh Schnitt and Bartlett here on seven ten W O R. Hey, you were just back on a flight last night, right? From uh, uh yeah, on United. On I didn't U- get dragged off. Really? But I'm not happy. This is not Joe? <laughs> no. <laughs> I have my own United problems. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, I have United observations because I went to Phoenix on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I flew United out of Newark on Thursday night. I flew Delta back. And I've got some observations on United. Listen, it is no wonder that United is consistently among the lowest of the domestic carriers in customer service and satisfaction surveys. And I've got several issues with you. Now, listen, have I had some good United flights? I've had some good United flights. Have I had good United crew, great flight attendants? Absolutely. But I've also had a, a couple of nutty flight attendants on United, which, listen, that can happen when you've got tens of thousands of flight attendants on these airlines. Listen, it, it depends on, you know, the day and whether you have somebody that's just conducive to customer service or not. I've got two United stories I can tell, and, and one of them happened literally just last Thursday night. And I, I was sent a customer satisfaction survey. Oh, really? You, well, you know how Good. you Oh, get, that's right. You, you get, get it on email. email. Yeah, yeah, you sure, get an sure. email. Yeah, I can't wait to get mine. Please tell us about your flight on United. And I did. And I even put my contact information. I even put in the response, uh, I'll be waiting for somebody to contact me. Does anybody really read these things? Will you contact me? <laughs> and I'm waiting to be contacted. Something very annoying regarding United, and I notice United does this more than any other airline because I fly Southwest, I fly Delta mostly when I can, but I fly Southwest, Delta, American, and United are the airlines that I I tend to fly, and United does something the most, which I'll get into later on, which really pisses me off. And and you, you let me do the big three stories here on a Tuesday. Uh, Obviously, number one, it's this. Oh, my God. 69 year I did as a 69-year-old physician. Now, I haven't seen confirmation that he's a doctor yet. Now, he, he used that. He said, listen, I, I'm a physician. I, I've got to be on this plane. I've got to see patients in the morning flying from Chicago O'Hare to Louisville, Kentucky. We'll, we'll get into the details here in a second. But what a story. What a PR disaster for United. How about the CEO defending these guys? 
Well, it goes both ways. Yeah. There was some defense as well. You know, they just made a stupid mistake. I, I mean, know. United made a dumb-ass mistake, a rookie amateur mistake, which a lot of this could have been avoided, which we'll get into in just a bit. <laughs> so that's number one. I think that's number one everywhere. I yeah, mean, exactly. The, the, the millions and millions and millions in negative PR disaster this is going to cost uh, United. What a stupid move. Uh, Need some retraining at the gate at Chicago O'Hare. We'll get into that in just a bit. Rounding out the big three, Neil Gorsuch is now the newest associate justice on the United States Supreme Court. And, Joe, I don't know if if you remember, but uh, what was the number one reason for my voting for Trump? Supreme Court choices. It was. Yeah, And and he may get several more, too. Well, I hope so. Uh, Number one. The number one issue, and this was very clear during the campaign, was I wanted a— So that's the only thing you're happy about now? Well, Every, listen— Everything there, else you got well, issues with. Well, I've, got, I've got some happiness. I've got some sadness. I do have some issues. But for me, and I made it very clear on this show, that—and I, I have concerns about Trump. I had concerns about Trump. Uh, did I vote for Trump? Yes, because the number one issue for me was the United States Supreme Court, and you could not ask for a more qualified, better Supreme Court justice— I was reading the Daily News this morning. There's some headline, Court Tilts uh, Right. What are you talking about? No, <laughs> the, the, the court is back where it was. That's correct. The court is exactly where it was before Scalia died. So don't give me this crap headline, Daily News, Court Tilts Right. No, the court has returned to its position before the untimely death of Associate Justice Antonin Scalia. Rounding out the big three. The tuition story, you know, we had this yesterday, and you know, we and I got into a discussion with uh, McKinney, who's filling in uh, for you on news yesterday, and and obviously today because you're doing the the Len part today, and Len, and I said, oh no, tuition's a done deal. I'm like, wait, well, the governor hasn't signed it yet. Well, again, they snuck in this new provision at the last moment. Now Republicans wanted this, and I I get it, but there are new details to this whole free New York State college tuition if you fit within certain criteria, which we'll uh, drill into that in just a bit. You were going to say? Uh, the free, uh, first of all, I think I probably agree with you. Was, on that, a, tu- was that a horse noise? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not quite sure where to begin. You, you know, um, uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure I agree with you on the tuition issue here. And first of all, I have a problem with free tuition anyway, because as a guy who put three kids through school uh, in private schools and paid full boat, just, you know, bothers me. Well, it's, a lot of people getting free rides it's here. socialism. I yeah. mean, it's other people's money. It's, you know, you have a state that has a lot of issues, and yeah, let's go ahead and tax uh, our spending issues even more by offering free tuition and taking that money out of this. It just, I, I'm not a fan. Am I for uh, financial assistance? Am I for student loans? Absolutely. But now they got this clawback deal. We'll get into those details coming up. Uh, we have a lot to cover on today's show. A lot of stuff to go over. Now, here is the United Statement. Well, I mean, the cost of this from a public relations standpoint is disastrous for United Airlines. The statement from Oscar Munoz, who's the CEO of United Airlines, regarding... Hey, Natalie, I haven't seen it yet, but the 69-year-old Asian, apparently, doctor... He has not been identified yet. I haven't seen a no name. No name. I actually went hunting this morning. I checked with our news department. No name yet. How could there not be a name? How no, could, I was how, a little surprised. How was his name not surfaced? I mean, his face is out there. Someone knows who he is. Oh, absolutely. Well, maybe there's a little backstory to this guy. 
whoa, 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 whoa. Why, why would you? What kind of backstory? I don't know. Joe? Maybe, well, he, maybe he's not a doctor. Maybe he has. Uh, I don't know. Well, the story. But look at the CEO well, was so on, adamant whoa, 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 whoa. that why? this guy was the problem, what? not his people. What is it? Why are you? Immediately jumping to besmirch this guy. I'm not. I'm just you saying, are. well, well you're, you're, why? You're, you're, you're besmirching. I, you're I'm besmirching. only trying to figure out why he has not been identified. No, you introduced, maybe there's a backstory. Why even go there? Maybe I'm, there is a backstory. Well, and maybe monkeys might fly out of your but butt why, later why, on. Then, I mean, then <laughs> why, why would he not be identified if he was, a you know? Well, it just hasn't come out yet. No one has come forward to tell the media, oh, I know who that but is. But we know everybody else was on a plane around him. Well, he was traveling alone. I don't think he was traveling with anyone. He was he was uh, traveling individually. Uh, no, I think his wife was on there. I think his, his wife I, was I, with him. I didn't see. I, I, you sure about that? Uh, I think the story I read that she actually got off and then he didn't. Can you find that? Yeah, yeah that was what I, I read I yesterday. There, there, was, was, there were four passengers that were right, asked to leave. Right. You know, right, the first set was a couple, yeah. and they left. Okay, the then I think two. his wife, uh, she kind of agreed, and then he didn't want to go. Or, uh, I uh, guess. So the wife did. Oh, can we confirm that? Because I had not seen that yesterday. That's that's my recollection. But three had left because I had heard three passengers had left the. Pl- so what happened was the flight was overbooked, and they needed to free up space. They needed seats uh, to move crew from Chicago. This was a, a United Express flight, so this was the United commuter, United Express. Was it thirty four eleven? If I'm not mistaken, from Chicago O'Hare to Louisville, Kentucky. And this was a, it was a smaller jet. This was an Embraer E-170, one of those commuter jets. Yeah. And uh, allegedly, United needed to reposition crew, and it's called deadheading. When you need to move a flight attendant or a first officer or a captain, you need to move crew to a different city. Or a, 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 an employee might live in one city and be based or at a hub in a different city or just need to fly to a different city to catch their flight, to catch their plane that they are going to operate or work. And so they needed to reposition crew to Louisville, Kentucky. And in order to do this, they needed to yank four people off the plane, apparently. But how many people? I bet you no one knew that this rule existed, that they could do that. I was shocked that they could do Oh, this. yeah. Well, there's a carriage contract. Well, I, I understand that. Now I understand it, but well, I think on. most people did not. You did not know no. that there is a there are some very specific things. I mean, you might think you have that seat, but the airline legally, they have all the right to deny that seat. You might have a seat assignment. You're, you're confirmed, and they can bump you. It's all in the airfare carriage contract. And, you know, I'll read some of the details of that later on. But, you know, there's another thing, too. I mean, if you can get bumped from the seat just because a guy pays more for it, they move you to a different one. Well, the problem is here, and this is the rookie stupid mistake that United made at O'Hare. Why the heck did you put people on the airplane? You hold yes, back the seats. Exactly. That, see, that's what exacerbated this yeah. whole situation. That's what brought about... Ah! And this guy screaming, and the response from the people on the plane. That one lady says, "Can't they rent a car for the pilots and let them drive?" Can't they rent a car for the pilots and let them drive? That's what the mumbly uh, little low audio says. And then the guy screaming is, "They're dragging him down the aisle." <laughs> Come on. 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 Come on.
busted his lip. I mean, it's awful. They put these passengers on the plane, then yanked them off. That was a stupid mistake. You don't even board the... If you need seats, you don't even board the passengers. A lot more on this coming up in just a bit. 617, Lennon Todd, 710 WOR. Traffic now, Chris Abraham. I have to go home. I have to go home. Then the guy is running up and down the aisle saying... I have to go home. I have to go home. That's the passenger. That's the guy who was screaming... (laughs) <laughs> so after they yank him, Joe, I, I love that sound. Joe, why are you laughing at this guy's predicament? They oh, yank him. Come on, him. you're going to play him for all he's worth today. But but stop laughing, Joe. I mean, come on, show some humanity, show some some empathy for this man. What type of cold-hearted bastard are you? I, I work for United. <laughs> <laughs> it's, this it's this guy's problem, not ours. So he gets dragged off the plane. And the Chicago Aviation Police, they boarded, and the officer who yanked him out of the chair and dragged him down the aisle, he's on leave. Yeah, they, they he, put, he has been relieved. Yeah. They put, well, not relieved, but he's on leave, yeah, you know, pending the investigation. But if you look at the video, they yank him from the aisle seat on the right side of the plane, and he gets pulled across the aisle, and his face smashes into the armrest on the seat on the left side of the plane, and that's where his lip was all bloodied. And as they're dragging him down the aisle, the video shows him all disheveled. His shirt is up, his pudgy belly's sticking out, his glasses are all disheveled and, and falling off his face. But, but now, just not to play uh, contrarian here, but he, they, they claim he defied the rules. Well, he was asked to get off the plane. Right, he defied and, the rules. And he refused to get off yeah. the plane. Now, granted, United and the other airlines, they have the right to bump you. They can, but it's just a PR disaster in the fact that they should never have bought, if they needed seats or if they were in an oversold situation, you don't put the people on the plane, let them sit down, put their carry-on in the overhead compartment, and then yank them off the plane? That is, that is, what do you have, Nat? You have a flight attendant? Oh, hang on. We haven't even. We're going to take calls later on, but we have an unsolicited call. Oh, good. Yeah. From a flight attendant. Maria is from Brooklyn. Maria, you're on with Len Berman and Todd Schnitt in the morning. Len's off today, so Joe's filling in. Hi, Maria. Hi. How are you all? Doing well. Uh, Are you a current flight attendant? I sure am. Do you mind saying what airline? No, I do not want to. (laughs) But is it a major U.S. carrier? Yes, qualified international and domestic. Okay, very good. American uh, U.S. airliner. All right, and your thoughts on... (laughs) I could almost guarantee I know what happened. Um, The airline industry is ruled by the IATA um, rules, which is the basic international air travel. And the airlines are allowed to oversell tickets on, on all flights. This is a rule that started way long ago, and the reason they do that is because at at a certain point, I guess when the airline industry was not as large as it is now, passengers used to book flights, and they would not show up. Exactly. So the airlines are hedging their bets because there's there's an algorithm. There's a certain percentage of no-shows or misconnections. Right. It's all legal. So I could almost tell you what happened. Um, Either... The, the way that the ticket agent, which is the person boarding the flight, or the way that we, they normally do it is uh, they see the, the flight is oversold. They start asking for people to volunteer. But basically what normally happens is last show will be first out. 
because basically everyone has the same right because everyone bought the ticket. Sometimes the fares have some kind of, uh, I don't know, wigging point with it, or sometimes situations. You don't want a mother and a two-year-old or a five-year-old separated. So you have to put all of that into account. But most of the time, it's basically the last person that checked in at the ticket counter and, and will get the last seat that's available. Well, might well, well, keep in mind that most people don't check in at the ticket counter anymore because people have their boarding passes, either mobile or printed out, and they already have, you know, they have their seat assignment. So the kiosk or the phone. Right. Or, or, okay. or there are people that will show up, they're on the flight, and they don't have a seat assignment yet. Exactly. So I'm going to sum it up. What might, what might have happened is they boarded the flight. Um, he boarded. Maybe someone that checked in earlier or whatever, higher fare, whatever, did not show up at the last minute. So the ticket agent, uh, the gate agent said you could board. And then at the last minute, that other passenger showed up. This is what I think happened. As a crew member, Well, but wait a sec. But they're saying that they needed the seats for crew accommodations that they were. No, re- no, re- no. I'm saying they boarded the flight with this gentleman. And then maybe the seat that they gave him really belonged to someone prior that showed up like running, like maybe he was in the bathroom or something. What I'm telling you as a crew member is this passenger was a very hostile passenger. Uh, the, oh, so you're, wait a minute. You're putting the blame on the 69-year-old Asian guy. No. You're putting the blame on Mr. I'm, I'm almost telling you the, the specific character of a passenger right. like this. It's a, 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 um, a disturbed passenger who has every right to be angry. Right, now, Maria, let me ask you a question. Do you think it's fair that you put somebody on the plane, they have a seat, you're sitting down, and then they come back on the plane and tell you to get off? Do you think that's fair? It is not fair, but we have to look at the whole situation. And if he became belligerent and almost abusive, and I'm not saying he did, I'm just telling you that on that plane, you, the airline industry is a little different than any other customer service industry. We cannot take someone who is not following rules. When the airlines asked him, you must deplane, please, and he refused to, we gave it to the authorities. But still, step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The PR nightmare is on United's shoulders because they should have never put him on the plane if you're going to yank him off. All right, Marie, I'm, I'm up against the clock here. How long have you been a flight? Go back to the authorities. The law- oh, 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 well, listen, law enforcement, the, the Chicago Aviation Police, they did not handle this very well exactly. to be captured and on video. United should say that. Right. Should- well, it, it, there, there's, blame, there's a lot of blame to go around. Now, a couple of things before I let you roll. How long have you been a flight attendant? Uh, 10 years. All right. And I'm not asking you what airline you work for, but, well, maybe. Uh, do you work for United, yes or no? I, I do not. I do not. Okay, but so you, you don't work for United. I want a passenger at 30,000 feet that I know could get this hostile. That's all I'm saying. And I'm not saying the passenger. There you go, Todd. There you go. It's the passenger's there, fault. There was no hostility until they tried to yank Mr. Uh, Even you, you would not act like that if you were in that position. 
Well, I don't know how. No, I'd you act. would. You would not. You <laughs> I, would not get to the point where you would have to be dragged off I, that I flight. I probably would. Because okay, if fine. We get, we set a president like this. Then that means everyone will not will do basically what they want. They will sit on that aircraft yep. and say, "I am not coming off. I, I'm not listening to what you're asking me as a company, as a even as a law enforcement person." So it's opening up a whole can of worms. Well, there's plenty of blame to go, go along here. I mean, you've got the aviation cop. You have United should have never put him on the plane if they're going to yank him off. Uh, and, uh, you know, this guy probably shouldn't have been as obstinate as he was. Hey, Maria, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Now, let's grab some headlines. Uh, Joe is having Jeff fill in because Joe's filling in for Len this morning. Jeff McKinney with the headlines. Hey, the dominoes are falling once again here. Police say a man who killed a teacher and a student at a school in San Bernardino does have a criminal history. Cedric Anderson killed his wife, Karen Smith, yesterday. Police Chief Jared Berguan says 8-year-old Jonathan Martinez was also killed while a second student was injured in that school. I am told that both the students were behind the teacher when the suspect shot his wife. And as a result of being behind there, the students were hit. Anderson then took his own life. Police say his criminal history includes weapons, crimes, and domestic violence issues. Secretary of State Rex Tillerson will be in Russia today, where the situation in Syria will be the prime topic. The visit comes just days after an airstrike on a Syrian airbase, of course, in retaliation for a chemical weapons attack in the country. The U.S. investigating whether Russia was complicit in that attack. Well, a report came out from the Associated Press, Jeff, yesterday afternoon that the Russians knew ahead of time that the Syrians were going to use chemical weapons. If that is accurate, that is completely complicit. I mean, that, that's, that is, cr- that's criminal. That is what the report was. Joe Gomez and I were talking about that in the first morning news on 710 WOR. And if that is true, it is going to be uh, quite a meeting for Rex Tillerson. Well, also, Russia. is Rex Tillerson going to meet with Not today. Putin? Not today. He's meeting with his counterpart which would not be Putin, but uh, he knows Putin quite well, obviously, from his days at Exxon. So one would think that, yes, he's going to be meeting. With well, Putin. you know that Tillerson was bestowed this honor, some like a, a civilian honor from the Russian government yeah. given to him by Putin, some kind of like an equivalent to some kind of like friend of Russia award or something. You know, I don't think it's this meeting is going to happen. It's not good for either side to be chatting up Putin here, because if, if they did know ahead of time, that's bad. And what about the report that they even bombed the hospital? Saw that as well. Bomb the hospital. Yeah, yeah, in order to, you know, try to cover up the evidence. That is the story. That is the story. We'll we'll see what comes to this meeting, but uh, this couldn't be a more interesting get-together under the circumstances. Folks, the Russians, and I've said this before, these exact words, the Russians are on the wrong side of humanity many times. What else do you have, Jeff? Well, this is a a story that's taken a turn. If you're hoping to take advantage of Governor Cuomo's offer of free college in New York, there is a catch. And this is tantamount to one of the service academies. It requires students receiving free tuition to live and work in New York for up to four years after graduation. It's like if you go to West Point, you owe these guys five years of your life after you graduate. If not clawback, man, they want their money back. Well, you got to stay in New York. In other words, that's uh, fair. Well, it is. I mean, that's a heck of a deal. Yeah. uh, To get a free tuition. So if, if if you. Get a free education here in New York. Don't think you're going to California. Good. But essentially, this is like a student loan now in case you want to leave. Things, if you want to leave, you got to pay it back, in other right, words. Yeah. Things change. I mean, yeah, that's why. I, I mean, think it's totally fair. And yesterday we were having this discussion. It was a done deal. And I said, you sure? And it obviously wasn't a done yeah. deal because they added this. Republicans wanted this, but they added this at the last minute. Thank you, Jeff. 634, it's Len Berman and Todd Schnitt in the morning on 710 WOR. Hey, the North Korean situation, are we moving to the brink? Did you see what China's doing? 
China is reacting now to the North Korean situation with that pudgy little fat bastard. What did John McCain call him? Was it a, stupid a kid stupid, only... stupid fat kid? Yeah. I like fat bastard better. <laughs> Get in my belly. How do you say in, in, in Korean? Get in my belly. You like fat bastard. 634, traffic is on 710 WOR, and here's Chris Abraham. All right, I'm going to give you the answer, and Jeopardy style, please give me the question. The answer is snip, snip. What happened to Caitlyn Jenner? (laughs) (laughs) Survey says (laughs) that is correct. Now, were you one of the people that thought that uh, it was just a publicity stunt and she was going to come back as a man? Oh, no, I never thought it was a publicity stunt. You know, and and I brought this up uh, probably two years ago. I remember going back to the 80s. I remember, and I don't know whether it was Len. And by the way, Len is out today for Passover. Joe Bartlett filling in for Len. Uh, I schnitt, I am here. Uh, I remember, and we brought this up, that back in the 80s and maybe even into the early 90s, there were rumors that Bruce Jenner was transforming into a man. Did you, uh, Natalie, did you remember that? I, I'm telling you, it was like 80s. This was well post his Olympics heyday when he did the triathlon. I don't know if it was that far back, but I do know it was way before, you know, the recent yeah. years. Oh, I know that it well, was... Well, he was dressing as a woman. No, he... this is this is way before that. This was like 80s and 90s. There were rumors floating around that Bruce Jenner was taking hormones, that he was taking female hormones to try to look more like a woman because he started to look, and he, that might have been the case because he was looking a little more feminine. Yeah. And I just remember this story. Anyway, we'll get into it in more detail later on. But if you're uh, only listening during this time period, Bruce Jenner, now Caitlyn Jenner, has confirmed that uh, he, she underwent the gender reassignment surgery and hang and had the wang lopped off back in January. I was thinking hold on, about hold on, hold on. Natalie, what was that face? I have the same face. Oh, it's like, wow. come on, yeah. What, what what was that face, Natalie? Well, what did you just say? Well, I'm not what, what, saying that. What do you think you heard? I, I'm not saying Well, no, it. repeat. What do you think? I forgot. What do you think I said? I don't make what, me do what, Why do you do this to me? What, what did you hear? What did you hear from my mouth, please? I, I Refresh my memory. Something about his parts being... No, no, I, exactly what did I say? I'm not doing it. You want me to say his wang... Lopped off, yes. Lopped off. Yes. <laughs> and that's why I made the face. Because, first I, of all, it hurts to hear it. But what so, bothers me is yeah. just what about doing the act with Caitlin now? I mean, with the, you know, the man-made... Uh, well, because what they do is they, female s- they part. salvage parts and they, yeah. turn, they turn it yeah. inside out and they jam it in and... Uh, Oh, you know, God. <laughs> Your medical terminology, <laughs> jam it in. Really? Rub you it, flip it, smack it down. That? <laughs> oh, man. It just, I'm no, sorry. Not man. I'm not a physician and a gender reassignment <laughs> specialist. No, you're Natalie. not. No, no, <laughs> no you're no, not. No, uh, I, some but more. Come on. If this is what makes her happy, this is now she's a completed person. Committed now. to it, yeah. And that's this exactly is, what. That's great. That's what she he says in the interview exactly. is now uh, there's nothing dangling. There are no. Uh, no, no some of the quotes. Well, there's no turning she back, that's said, for sure. She said, you know, you don't need a penis. He said, because it's just a penis. It's no special gift or use for me other than uh, I, I can whiz in the woods. Well, there you have it. <laughs> That's all it was good for. Ladies and gentlemen. I could whiz in the woods. Good night, everybody. We're, we're, 
We're done. Now we'll <laughs> we'll deal with Bruce Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner, and the uh, de wanging uh, later on during the show. Hey, I brought up North Korea before yeah. the on, on a much more serious note here. Very serious note. Well, we have threats that well, let's, the, the bluster, the, this this hermit kingdom bluster. This is nothing new. I mean, this goes back to this goes back decades. It goes back to Kim Jong Il, the father of Kim Jong Un. But now the rhetoric is being amped up. You know, we have the U.S. war games that went on uh, yeah. with the South Koreans uh, some weeks ago. Now we have this naval, uh, air, uh, this naval uh, battle group uh, heading toward uh, the, the Korean Peninsula. And now uh, Kim Jong-un is promising uh, a catastrophic, powerful response. Listen, this comes from the, you know, the North Korean propaganda agency they they come up with all of these ridiculous blustery responses and now he's using the terms that you know the united states will incinerate the united states will nuke the united states don't you fear that we he could actually we could push him the united states could push him into doing something irrational well it comes down to uh survival and how desperate would Kim Jong-un be for survival? Now, there was that defector. Were you here last week? We talked. Yeah, we, you were. We were talking about this defector who uh, who interviewed the defector. It was a, one of the highest level defectors was doing an interview with one of the broadcast operations. And he defected, I think it was last year. And it was, uh, was it a, might have been the ambassador to England, the North Korean ambassador who defected. And he said during the interview that Kim Jong-un would use nuclear weapons sure. when it came to survival. And he, would, he could hit um, South Korea. I mean, he could just take any old target, well, even, not necessarily the United States. Even conventionally, South Korea, I mean, he could lob and rain thousands yeah. of missiles and bombs, uh, conventional bombs, into South Korea because Seoul is only, you know, 40 and change miles from the North Korean border, from the, the DMZ. So there's concern for that. There's also the concern of a million North Korean troops storming into South Korea. That's right. But the other issue now is the Chinese, because reports now have the Chinese moving a hundred to 150,000 troops to the Chinese border with North Korea. And part of the concern is with a, a crisis event, would there be a flood, a, a total flow of North Korean refugees? into North Korea. Uh, what happened with Xi Jinping at Mar-a-Lago? Are the Chinese going to try to rein in Kim Jong-un? That is the big question here. At 648, it's Len and Todd, 710 WOR. Traffic is on now. Chris Abraham. If you like to work out, we have a warning on the dangers of working out. You'd think that, hey, working out, good for your health. <laughs> Hold on to that thought for just a moment here. Let me look at the prize sheets. Ah, yes, confirmation. Mets tickets at 7.30 and 8.30 this morning. Now, at 7.30, we've got lens tickets. Why, 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 do we have, why do we have lens? Lens not here today. Why? I, I know we gave we away money. We gave yours away. Yeah. It's more fun giving away when he's not here. It's like, you know, taking it from him, giving it away. All right, Lens tickets, Lens Met seats, we'll give those away. These are good seats. Lens Met seats, we'll give those away at 7.30 this morning. Then at 8.30, it's the turning point of the game. By the way, Mets won last night. 
Mets won a second straight game. You know, they were down two zip. They rallied back, and they beat the Phillies 4-3. to And, of course, everyone's talking about the – you had the, the Bruce home run. Yeah, that – but then there was the, this episode with the Philly pitcher thrown yeah, behind uh, the head of uh, Cabrera. So, so Bruce hit uh, uh, two home runs, two, yeah, solo two. shot in the fourth, and then the two-run go-ahead blast, that was in the eighth inning, mm-hmm. also scored on a sacrifice fly. Now, the drama that you're referring to, that was in the eighth inning, the Phillies reliever, that's Ramos, he threw a pitch over Cabrera's head, and what's the chatter? That that was like retaliation, payback, yeah. payback? for a bat flip, which is crazy. Come on, well, really? Don't, pitchers don't like when you do that. That's it. Sort of shows them up. So you just kind of you know be a gentleman, put your bat down, run around the bases, and don't try and hot dog it. Payback for a bat flip yeah. from last season. Last season, that's crazy. Isn't when it? Cabrera hit his walk off home run yeah. off of this guy Ramos. Right. Yeah. Do so, they really do that? Hold a grudge yeah, for an apparently so. Isn't that, that something? That is stupid. That is dumb. It's a little childish. Now, did they throw the pitcher out? Did Did he get tossed, or what? What did the ums do with the pitcher? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I I I don't know. All right. So uh, next game is tonight. Six oh five is when coverage begins. It's the Mets at Philly again. That's a good. You know, they're finding ways to win. Well, that's that's important. Yeah, but, you know, there was a little scare, though, last week. I mean, they dropped to the Marlins. So, I mean, there was yeah. a little bit of a scare. Anyway, tickets on the way, 7.30 and 8.30 this morning. When working out can be dangerous. You know where I'm headed with this, Natalie? Any idea? Yeah, I think I do. Where do you think I'm going with this? I think you're going to be talking about Mayor de Blasio's former press secretary. Yeah, Karen Hinton, who, by the way... Yeah. We knew yeah. very well. Well, I mean, she actually got de Blasio on the show. Do you realize that since Karen Hinton left, it's almost like de Blasio drought around here? Len Berman and Todd Schnitt in the morning. The Bill de Blasio no-show tote board. 163 days since de Blasio appeared on this show. One hundred. I can't believe you keep the tally every oh, day we do, here. We do. Uh, Natalie, is that up to speed? Is that I'm up to date? I'm pretty sure it's accurate. If it, it could be a day off, but I don't think so. I think what, it's exactly on time. 163 days. The last time de Blasio appeared on the show on the phone was Halloween, trick or treat. And we, we have not had him since. Wow. Now, we had him under the, the new press guy, but we seem to have a much better relationship with... No, Karen Hinton was great. She was, I mean, Karen Hinton was with us. She's... Not in very good condition right well, now. Well, that's why I'm bringing this up. Yeah, is scary story. Karen Hinton, this is the whole headline of when working out can be dangerous. She had a treadmill mishap. She smashed her head after, you know, treadmills, if you get going too fast on a treadmill, I mean, if you're really sailing along, and I've had this happen, and you trip, you lose your footing, you could be flung like a slingshot off of those treadmills. And apparently that's what happened. Well, she, she may have also fainted, too. Oh, that could happen. Well, yeah. well she, maybe she was hit by a meteor, Joe. I mean, listen. <laughs> no, they're not quite sure whether or not uh, well, she tripped or. I, I'm, I've seen people. Tri- My money is on that it was just a, a trip or, or a, a, a misplaced you, foot. I, I've had it where you kind of wander over to the side. Actually, that edge. happened to my wife. Yeah. She fell off the side. She 
she you know stepped on the side as you're missed. running if you have that hard edge of the the belt and if you are on the edge of that belt yep. and you're also some of your foot gets onto the fixed rail right you know the the, the frame of the treadmill yeah yeah I mean, you wander a little bit yeah you, but unfortunately dangerous. with karen it wasn't just she fell off and hurt her leg or got no, a she scrape whacked her head she got hit her head and had a a brain bleed, and they put her in a, a coma. They're saying that however she got flung off the treadmill, whatever happened, and we weren't there, but m- my money is on she lost her footing because yeah. I've, I've been at gyms. I've seen this happen. It's happened to me where I've lost my footing fall off. on the treadmill. You didn't fall off, did you? Uh, or you just kind of stumbled? No, you, you kind of stumble and you stumble recover, and you, yeah. or, or you quickly uh, jump off and put your feet on the side rails. You See quickly- now? The only reason why I'm going to disagree with you is because if she fell so hard on her head, she wasn't trying to brace her fall. So maybe she was in a fainting spell or, or, or you know, kind of lost it for a second. Because if not, you would try to brace yeah. yourself and probably not hit your head the way you she hurt did. Your hand. You would try, but yeah. I, I'm telling you, I've seen people flung off. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. These treadmills at gyms in the past, and however she fell... She clocked her head, and they had. They say that she hit her head in a very sensitive area, and they had, she's in a medically induced coma. They expect her to recover. We hope she does, but again, dangers of treadmills. Hey, the latest on this United nightmare: the guy thrown off the flight after the news at seven o'clock. It is seven o five, Joe. That means in Len's absence today for Passover. Uh huh. We will give away Lens Met Seats at 7.30. So about 24 minutes from right now, we'll give away Lens Seats. I'm also thinking about adding some things to the prize package. <laughs> Maybe Lens Car. <laughs> and what do you say we give away a stay at Lens North Shore Estate? Go ahead. A, we, a weekend stay with, uh, with golf and tennis included. I mean, he has a tennis court. That might so, be hard. That might be hard. Let's to give do. away. Right, but, see if you can do that, Todd. We can't go down to his desk and see what he's got there. There might, there might be something on his desk. He has nothing on his desk. His desk oh, is sh- barren. It might be a hat. There is nothing there. Really? Nothing yeah, to give off? No, but, Todd's is a mess. Len's got nothing. Doesn't spend much time there. Doesn't. I'm telling you. He, he just <laughs> does not. He's down there every morning. Briefly. Yeah, for about eight seconds. Briefly. He's up here. Hey, I, I know that our listeners, I know that our WOR listeners have a lot to say about this United Nightmare story. <laughs> of the guy, this story was everywhere. I mean, it just went viral on social media, every single network. I would think Alex Trebek had this on Jeopardy last night. <laughs> Even though the show was like taped six months ago, they they had it on Jeopardy Live. It was everywhere. Do you think it's odd though that this individual is not on one of the morning shows? I mean, ordinarily, you would that's expect where they he'd oh, be. Yeah. So that that raises some suspicion. Well, you know that the segment bookers, you know that the oh. the executive producers for Good Morning America, the Today Show, CNN, Fox, the CBS Morning Show, you know that the EPs are probably like, find this guy. Get this guy. And they're as good as the FBI at finding people. We need Dr. <laughs> we need Dr. Screamer. We, we, we got to get this guy. And 
no name so far. Yeah. Nothing on this guy. I mean, where is he going to show up? I know that our listeners have a lot to say about this. Let's go. Let's hit phones. Your thoughts on this United Airlines nightmare, the dragging of this passenger off the flight after they yank him out of the seat. The airport police in in Chicago at O'Hare, and he smashes his face into the armrest, and he's bloodied, and his glasses are falling off. He's disheveled. His shirt is pulled up. His pudgy belly showing as he's being dragged down the aisle. Uh, Your thoughts. Let's go. I mean, have you had issues with United, or have you been bumped from a flight? I know that we have the potential to get 150 different angles here. If you want to weigh in, your calls right now. I got a feeling we're going to do a whole bunch of segments this morning with phone calls on uh, airline issues. Because, listen, this opens up the whole issue with the, the unfriendly skies. And not just United. Just as a whole, the airline industry has become more hostile toward passengers. And as the industry has really had a turnaround and they're making record profits these days, uh, let's fire up the phones here now. 800-321-0710. If you don't know the whole story... We'll give you the details here, but we'll also start grabbing calls now. If you want to weigh in, what do you think of this guy who claims he was a doctor trying to get home to Louisville, Kentucky, from Chicago, claimed that he had patience to see the next morning? I know that many of you have seen the video. Uh, your observations, your thoughts, have you been bumped? Have you had problems with United? What have your issues been? Uh, well, even listen, last hour at uh, 624, we had a woman uh, call in, Maria, a flight attendant from Brooklyn. She called in unsolicited. But I know that a lot of our listeners are going to want to weigh in on this or their personal issue with United or other airlines getting bumped. Can I air my personal airline with United? Yeah, you issue? can. Yeah, hold on one sec. 800-321-0710. 800-321-0710. Uh, we'll give you the, the full story. We'll we'll play all the audio here momentarily. Grab your calls. Joe, you flew United from Florida last night. What, from Tampa? Tampa, yeah. So from my, by the way, uh, where you were at Tampa International Airport, which is a great airport, by the way. Tampa's a very easy airport. My home is five minutes from the airport. I mean, five really? minutes. Yeah, just, oh, south, wow. just south of the airport on the on the um, the west side of the Tampa Peninsula is where my, my, my Florida home is. Well, yeah. I drove up from West Palm all the way up, you know. And across this uh, isolated part of Florida, yeah, Central Park. You, you took uh, State Road 60 from Yeehaw yeah, Junction. 60, yep, yep. So you, you took the Florida Turnpike to Yeehaw Junction, yeah. and then you cruised right across State Road 60. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so what happened to you? Well, And you were uh, on United, Tampa to Newark? Tampa to Newark. Right, last I night. I was supposed to arrive at 8.30. Right. Um, the end of my trip occurred at midnight because it was a delay. They claimed it was air traffic. Okay. Too much congestion. And then, um, well, you take a Claritin for that, or, or, or a Zyrtec, <laughs> if if that would only work. But the the upshot was they lost my golf clubs, because you know, when you have golf oh, clubs, you have to go to a certain a, a de- designated baggage, oversized baggage, yeah. or irregular bar- so baggage. So I'm sitting here, yeah. that thing spinning around, spinning around, and it gets to the point where, you know, 45 minutes after the plane landed, and I have my other luggage, I go and I ask somebody, "Could you check on this?" And they said, "It's here. It's here. It'll be out. It'll be out." Well, it never showed up. All right, so you showed them the claim check. They yep. they ran, they scanned your claim yep. check, yep. and then they said, "Oh, your bag is here." It's here, and then finally, it just didn't appear. And we're approaching an hour after my flight arrived. Oh boy! Uh, finally, a supervisor goes back and he says, "Well, they say it's a- they put it out. 
someone else must have taken it. So somebody else took my golf clubs. So your clubs might have been boosted, might have been lifted? Well, you know, the guy said, you know. When's the last time you communicated with United? About midnight last night. Really? So um, I I have to call today and follow up. He, they they hope that whoever took them realizes they're not his. Or it was just a, it was a baggage pilferer. I mean, that happened. Remember the no, days no, no. where, remember there were people used to check your, your claims so you couldn't just walk to baggage. There are people that do that. There are people that walk into these airports and they just steal baggage off the belts. Wow. Oh, you, you didn't know that? No. Come on, you're a news guy. I never heard of it. People walk uh, into, they steal stuff from airports because they don't have the, the, the claim checks. Remember they used to, back in the day? You had to they, show them to get out of there. To get out of there, you yeah. had to show your claim checks yeah. to somebody. That that went away. That's gone. Obviously. Somebody might have walked off with your clubs. Wow. You know, liability-wise, I, I and this was United, I had Ray pull up the baggage liability, and it says that they, looks like they could be uh, responsible for fair market value at the time of the loss. Damage or delay will not exceed $3,500. Oh, okay, fine. I'll, yeah, so you I should be okay. For what is the total value of your clubs if they never show up? I would say uh, $2,000. All right, so hopefully you'd be I covered. I paid $300 just for one, a, one club, putter. Would you, a putter for 300 bucks? Yeah. What kind of sucker are you, really? Are you kidding? That makes a lot of good putts. All right, well, whatever. Uh, I have a United story to tell as well. I'll get to that in a bit, though. I want to grab phone calls here. Uh, for those that are not up to speed on the story, it was a flight. It was United 3411. This was a United Express. It was an Embraer. It was one of the commuter jets. It was an Embraer E-170. And they put the people on the plane. They said, oh, we need seats for crew. So they needed to reposition crew. So, you know, you've got a pilot or flight attendants that need to deadhead, get on the flight to get to to get repositioned, to get to the. So you had crew that needed to get to Louisville, apparently, to operate a different flight. So here's where United made a major mistake. They put people on the plane and then yank them off. If you're in an oversold situation, don't board everybody. And certainly if you have crew issues and you need to get crew on the flight, it makes it so much harder to put people on the plane and then yank four people off. So they needed four seats for crew, apparently. And while people were seated, they n- nobody volunteered. They were offering $1,000. That's a pretty good. I, I heard it was up to 800 bucks. I think it got up to 1000 I heard. As a matter of fact, I think they offered this individual $1,000 because he was the last guy. They just needed to get him off. The last story I saw, so they might have gone to, to, to $1,000, yeah. but the last story I heard was that the, the people that left, three people did get off the flight, and I guess they accepted $800 in vouchers yeah. to get off the flight. But United, just a stupid boneheaded move to put the people on the plane and then have to yank them off, that's where this problem really was exacerbated. And then we have this. That's a lady. Can't they rent a car? Actually, it's a little clearer on, you know, this is a, this is a, a Twitter video and a Facebook video. I think it might be clearer on the Facebook version. Yeah, a, a little bit better there. You can hear her. Can't they, so she's asking, can't they rent a car for the pilots and have them drive? And then, of course, the guy starts screaming. So the Chicago, Joe, come on. This guy's going Every through hell and you're him. laughing. Come well, on. I don't know. He could have behaved himself. How many times do you think this has happened? Nobody, they don't have to get dragged out. Chicago Airport Police, the aviation police, are called onto the plane. And 
apparently two guys tried to talk the guy off, and yeah. the third guy finally just yanks him out of the seat, and he pulls him across the aisle. His face, the passenger's face, a 69-year-old Asian guy, says he's a doctor who needed to get back to Louisville, Kentucky, to see patients this morning. Or I guess it was, was it, this happened Sunday. So it was, uh, it happened Sunday night, in, so for yesterday, for Monday, yeah. he needed to see patients. They yank him out of the seat, and he he smashes his face into the armrest across the aisle. Bloodies his whole face. Come on. Come on. Busted his lip. It's not like, oh my God, this is wrong. What did you do to him? Oh my God. Oh my God. So then, bizarrely, crazily, they yank him off, but then he's able to get back on the plane, and that's when he's going up and down the aisles. I have to go home. I have to go home. It's bizarre. I got to go home. I got to go home. He's like, I have to go home. I have to go home. I mean, crazy. Let's grab uh, Ellen. Ellen, uh, let's start uh, phones here. Phones are loaded. Ellen is in New York. Ellen, you're on 710 WOR. Len Berman and Todd Schnitt in the morning. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. I agree with Joe. The passenger is wrong. In civilized society, we understand that we comply with authority and talk about it later. This is no different than a traffic stop where the police ask you to obey. And the public is grabbing onto the story because the public hates the airlines. It has nothing to do with right and wrong. He's wrong. He should get up, get off the plane, and talk about it later. How could you feel differently? So you're given a seat. You're you're seated on the plane. Your baggage is in the overhead compartment, and you think that United has no fault in putting this passenger in the awful position to begin with? The question is, if the authorities ask you to get off, you get off. Todd, in how could you imagine ever responding the way this man did? No, listen, I agree. Ellen, you absolutely comply with authority. And listen, you know the old song, I fought the law and the law won? Uh, you know, <laughs> you're not going to win this. But I wish there was a better way to deal with this guy versus yanking him out and, and bloodying his entire face. Ellen, good call. Phones are loaded. Hold on. If you're on hold, don't lo- What are you laughing at, Joe? We got to get to Mike. All right, hold on. We got to get to Mike. Hold on, Mike. Back to the phones next <laughs> on 710 WOR Traffic and Chris Abraham. 724, obviously, talking about the story that everyone's talking about. The 69 year old Asian man who identified himself as a doctor trying to get from Chicago back to Louisville when he was bumped from the flight. No volunteers. So typically, you've got people that volunteer. Nobody wanted a volunteer to get bumped off the flight. So the story from United is. On this Chicago O'Hare to Louisville flight is then they went to the computer and the computer randomly, I don't know if it's random or the computer, I don't know if it's random, but the computer picked those to be ejected. And I think sometimes there's criteria, with what type of fare basis you have, what status you are. I don't think they're going to bump uh, a, no, you're pa- right. a passenger with uh, like, uh, you know, the highest level of uh, frequent uh, traveler status. And then it resulted in... Ah! Ah! Hey, Mike, hold on. Mike, Mike is away, in, Mike. Uh, Mike's in uh, Mount Tabor, New Jersey. Mike, hold on one sec, okay, Mike? Okay. All right, hang on. I just want to play one audio bite here uh, from ABC World News tonight last night. Rick Sini. Rick is with Fair Compare, you know, one of those uh-huh. Internet websites where you can compare airfares. And Rick Sini was on last night, and he talks about the contract that you have with the airline 
and what you agree to when you buy a ticket. It's part of a document that nobody ever looks at called the contract of carriage, which gives basically the airlines, the pilot, the flight attendant, all sorts of rights to pretty much do whatever they want. And that's it. They united totally can yank anybody out of the seat. It's sort of like no shirt, no shoes, no service. It's sort of like we reserve the right to refuse service to anyone for whatever reason. They can do whatever they want. Right. However, ooh, can we calculate the millions and millions in negative publicity for United over this? But maybe they're going to turn it around. We'll see. <laughs> How do you turn that around? Well, wait, wait till we see what this guy, who he turns out uh, to be. Hey, the video, by the way, if you haven't seen it, if if I can't believe you haven't seen it, but if you haven't seen the video yet, we have it on our website. Or Natalie wants you to watch it again. Go. We need the web hits. Uh, go to LennonToddWOR.com. We have the video up. LennonToddWOR.com. We have the video posted of the incident. Mike in Jersey. Mike, you're on Len Berman and Todd Schnitt in the morning. Hello. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, you know, I, I think this guy didn't get enough of a beatdown. Seriously. Whoa, wait a <laughs> Whoa, whoa. You wanted more than... <laughs> what do you mean? Well, th- this is what you want on an airline, right? You want authorities to uh, try to keep, you know, order. And this guy's a doctor? What is he? A do- what is he? A doctor of witchcraft? I mean, seriously. <laughs> well, well, we don't, we don't know I mean, yet. What, what is he? Well, we're what? trying to find out what the guy's name is. We're trying to find out... What type of physician he is. That's his claim. These are all questions that I want to know and everyone wants to know. We don't know everything yet about this guy. I mean, this is the guy you want operating on you when something goes wrong. He goes off like this. He's a neurosurgeon. We just did. Just did. He's a, he's a brain surgeon. Yeah, so, so this is the kind of behavior that we should excuse, right? Regardless whether you know United handled it properly or not this bad behavior is supposed to excuse another bad mistake all right so you want 69 year old asian guy you wanted him slugged even more i, I bet they won't do it again todd you <laughs> can people you can't ignore the rules even as belligerent as you can become you would never stoop to that level what do you mean i can become belligerent well, you've been known to, uh, what do you mean i've been known to what it's you know vent Hey, look, guaranteed the next time they United asks someone to get off the plane voluntarily, I bet they're not going to have a problem. Mike, thanks for the call. <laughs> have a good one, Mike. You too. Karen is in Pittstown, New Jersey. Karen, you're on 710 WOR. Hi. Yeah, hi. I, I'm a former flight attendant. I worked for a charter airline. I was appalled by this. Um, first of all, if it's crew members, um, you can certainly ride the jump seats. And there's at least one in the cockpit always because you have to have, uh, you know, check flights. So you have to have other pilots. Yeah, there's a check airman or uh, pilots, if there are no seats, can deadhead and ride in the cockpit. This was a smaller aircraft. Karen, were you a commercial uh, flight attendant at at any time or just a charter private? Uh, It was both, uh, the airline that I worked for. But I worked for, um, they didn't have many commercial flights. Gotcha. You know, this was a smaller jet. This was one of those, this was an Embraer E-170. Still, still, it has the cockpit jump seat. In the um, cabin as well, because you have to have, you know, when your crew is being checked out, you have to have room for an, an additional one. I guarantee- hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. 
Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. They had enough check uh, uh, jump seats. I don't know. Well, they needed four seats. The claim was United needed four seats, so they ejected four passengers, asked them to go. Yeah, it makes no sense to me, not to mention the fact that I guarantee if you keep upping the ante for what you're going to pay people, if they're willing to um, give up their seat, somebody's going to do it. You know, at some point they should have said to this guy, well, if he didn't want to get off, then they should have said, okay, $2,000 in vouchers. It it would have been minuscule for United to pay whatever to get somebody to finally say, okay, I'll give up my seat in order to avoid millions and millions in negative publicity. Karen, good call. Rob is a retired police officer, Franklin Square, New York. Rob, you're on 710WOR. Hi. Yes, good morning. Hi. Uh, listen, uh, you know, it looked horrible on, on television, but uh, the thing is, see, normally uh, when people are bumped like that, it's before they board the plane. But this happened after because they, the, the crew, from what I watched nightly, uh, the ABC Nightly News also, and they said that they, didn't, they weren't uh, notified that they needed this crew to get on until after everybody was boarded. Well, that's the problem is, I mean, it exacerbated the situation, Rob, when – they yank people off right. after boarding. But the thing is that when they have a crew that has the deadhead, that, that's, that uh, f- when they need four seats, four people have to have to leave. Now, when you get my, it happened to my brother and sister-in-law, uh, uh, you know, before they boarded the plane, they were they were asked, uh, you know, uh, the, uh, they were a uh, free round trip around the country, but they did get volunteers. My, my sister-in-law doesn't like to fly, so she wouldn't do it. My brother, was he was kind of annoyed at her that she wouldn't take the thing, the, the round trip. But the, the, when they have to get you off like that, they have, you know, and, and it's, it could have been more diplomatically. But and that's the bottom line is they, they handled it awfully, and the bad publicity here is coming back in spades. Hey, John, I'm up against the clock. John and Staten Island, can you, hold, can you give Natalie your number? We'll call you back in a little bit. Is that all right? Yeah. That's uh, all right, hold on. Uh, Natalie, grab John on five, please, because he got bumped, and then they put him back on the plane. I want to hear his story coming up. Hey, Joe, what do you say we give away Lens tickets right now? Let's do that. All right. Len, Lens personal seats. We'll take caller number, eh, how about caller 30? 800-321-0710. Caller 30 grabs Lens personal seats to see the Mets take on the Phillies. It'll be April 20th at City Field. If you want to purchase tickets, visit Mets.com slash tickets at 731. Headlines now and Jeff McKinney, who's doing the news for Joe since Len is off for Passover. Hey, Jeff. Hey, and Secretary of State Rex Tillerson headed to Russia today, where he's expected to press the Kremlin on its actions in Syria. This morning in Italy, Tillerson says Russia did not fulfill its duties outlined in U.S. resolutions, U.N. resolutions, when it comes to Syria's chemical weapons. It is unclear whether Russia failed to take this obligation seriously or Russia has been incompetent. But this distinction doesn't much matter to the dead. We can't let this happen again. And Tillerson is expected to push Russian officials on whether they were complicit in the chemical attack in Syria. Well, the reports are from the Associated Press that they were. The Russians knew that Assad was going to use chemical weapons and let it happen. And also saying there's a cover-up. Well, and also, the Russians are supposed to be destroying their complete chemical stockpile by the end of, you know, they're a signatory to the U.N. agreement on that chemical weapons. And the Russians are supposed to destroy all of their chemical weapons by the end of this year. The Russians have said by December of 2017, their chemical weapons 
will all be they built special facilities to incinerate. Sure. And if they're complicit here and if there was a cover up, that would certainly put into doubt uh, their determination to destroy their own chemical cache. Right. Well, I think that's a fair question. And the Russians are just they're on the wrong side of decency most of the time here, which is just horrific. Historically, that has been the case. If you're hoping to take advantage of Governor Cuomo's offer of free college in New York, there is a catch. It requires students receiving free tuition to live and work in New York for up to four years after you graduate. If they don't, they'll have to pay the money back. Clawback, Jeff. Seems to me that's fair. You know what this is? This is essentially you do this deal and they own your ass for four years. Well, why not? They should own. They paid it for, for four it. years. It's it's <laughs> see it's socialism. tantamount. It is, it is tantamount. It, it is absolutely tantamount to the uh, service academies. You go to West Point, you don't have to pay to go to school, but they own you for five years. Go I to the think, Naval Academy, you don't have to pay to go to school, but I, they own I you. I find that a little different. It's different in the tax, but well, I guess taxpayers do fit the bill. What am I talking? About? So you don't you don't want them to be forced to stay? No, I just don't. Oh, you want, don't like the whole I, program, I don't like the whole to, program to begin with. Okay. I mean, it just well, it, it just reeks of socialism. Well, to me, this makes it more fair. OPM, other people's money. So, I right, what else, Jeff? All right, well, Governors Andrew Cuomo, Chris Christie, calling for an independent investigation into the tracks around Penn Station. They want a comprehensive review of track safety after a derailment last Monday that led to a week of canceled and delayed trains. Cuomo and Christie are worried that the aging infrastructure could cause more problems down the line. Certainly seems like it might. Two former allies of Governor Christie are appealing their convictions in the Bridgegate scandal. Bill Baroni, Bridget Ann Kelly, sentenced to prison last month for closing lanes at the George Washington Bridge. Christie was not charged in the scandal and denied any wrongdoing, and he did not, famously now, ever testify under oath. Well, also, uh, Christie's looking so good during the, doing those uh, those drug uh, PSAs. Uh, he's doing all those drug spots now on, on television. Yeah, talking about other people's money, using the state <laughs> money to enhance his own image. Hey, congratulations, Mike Diaz, Staten Island. Just won Lens tickets. Next chance to win tickets at 8.30 this morning with the turning point coming up right here on 710 WOR. Stand by. When we get back, Bannon, Jared Kushner, the battle in the White House. We have an update next. Who's been bloodied next on 710 WOR traffic? First, and Chris Abraham. Right, so we have another case of somebody being thrown to the ground by police. And Natalie says, Natalie, what did you just say? We're about to fill you <laughs> in on the story in a minute. What, what did you just say? She's got some long legs. All right. You want to hear the story about the, and you said that chick. Has some long legs. A chick's got some long legs. We'll tell you about the chick with the long legs and the police incident momentarily. It's Len Berman and Todd Schnitt here. 742. Len is off today. It is Passover. Bartlett is filling in. Bartlett's just back from a couple of days off. You were down in West Palm Beach playing golf. Trump country. Did you make it on to Palm Beach Island? Yes, we did. You did? Yeah, we we took a ride. Did you go to Mar-a-Lago? Did you try to Uh, sign up? Actually, no, no. We decided not to go there because, of, you know, frozen zones and things like that. Well, you were telling me that the people on Palm Beach Island, that when Trump's motorcade is passing by, the residents can't leave their houses? One of our drivers said. Is that when real? He, when he moves, they, they have all these frozen zones like they do with I, the president. I know about that. Yeah. But people who live in the neighborhood where, you know, where he's near Mar-a-Lago near Mar- near Mar- have to stay in their homes. I mean, it's pretty influential people down there. That's a pretty high-priced neighborhood. Oh, right? they're pissed off. Oh, yeah. they're and angry. They have to stay until he moves. So if he wants to go play golf, hey, stay in your house until Donald. It's stay. like the Rush Limbaugh situation. You know the Rush Limbaugh situation, right? No. Limbaugh originally with his Palm Beach estate, Rush 
was doing his radio show out of a radio studio that he had built inside his home, inside his Palm Beach estate. Right. The Democratic liberal wacko residents of Palm Beach, they were up in arms and they went to the Palm Beach uh, board and and they they had some kind of an edict that Limbaugh was operating a business out of his home in violation. I mean, talking about just walking into a room with, with a studio in his house. Yeah. He's not, like, having traffic come in. It's not like he's got parking spaces for customers. The guy was doing his radio show out of his Palm Beach home, and the Palm Beach residents were incensed. The liberals were incensed at conservative Rush Limbaugh, oh. and they essentially forced Rush, you know, out of his house, and he, he had to take up some office space. Uh Oh, nearby. So, oh, that's too bad. Yeah, that that goes back, you know, some year. That's the story I heard from, uh, you know, top level folks inside the company. Oh, I'm sure they're real thrilled with Donald Trump as their well, neighbor. Speaking of Trump, the latest on the Bannon Kushner war, because the word has been that Bannon and Kushner despise each other, and there's been just a massive amount of headbutting going on. Well, the update is allegedly Trump told Bannon and Kushner, you guys work this out and fix it and get along. I I don't want to hear reports in the media anymore about you guys butting heads and how you hate each other, how you guys are at each other's throats. So allegedly, Trump threw down the edict and told Ryan's Priebus as well, chief of staff, fix this. Wow. I don't want the the optics here of one of my senior, well, both are senior advisors. You know, you've got Bannon as a strategist. You've got uh, uh, Kushner... First of all, I, I'm still amazed that this 36-year-old kid, essentially, is is like secretary of all kinds of crap right now. I mean, I, I mean, I say that in a, you know, in a facetious fashion, but he's he's responsible for like a, a dozen big projects, and you know, really, what is his experience? He's a real estate agent, <laughs> well, who inherited the billion-dollar family <laughs> business. Uh, yeah. You know, I. You know, I'm still a little creeped. Did you see, uh, uh, look, I voted for Trump. I want the Trump agenda to succeed. The number one reason why I voted for Trump, though, the number one issue for me was Supreme Court. So to okay. see go. Gorsuch confirmed yesterday, or uh, to see him sworn in after confirmation last Friday, was fantastic. I just wanted to see preservation of Scalia's seat, essentially, on the court, and that was achieved. So that was the number one reason why I voted for Trump. Supreme Court was paramount for me than anything else who's the next to go uh maybe ruth bader ginsburg she yeah. might take the permanent nap here pretty soon i you know she's looking like it anyway back over to uh to uh, uh kushner, uh, and, kushner and, and did you see kushner you know he went on that trip to iraq That's right, yeah. and he's walking around in like a blue yacht club blazer I'm like what the hell are you doing dude what are you laughing at? Because it just doesn't look right. It doesn't. No. Why is he walking around right? He's like in a desert, scorching heat, and he's with the military folks in fatigues. He's walking around in a in a blazer. The only thing missing was like the yacht club crest on the on the on the breast pocket. He just looked like a dork. He yeah. did. I'm sorry. Well, hey, uh, we have to worry now because this is Passover. That means Kushner is probably going to be observant and not be at work. So then Steve Bannon gets to do anything he wants now. Well, I think they've uh, quelled that as well. Anyway, Fox News reported last night, White House Chief Strategist Steve Bannon and Trump's son-in-law Jared Kushner have made significant progress since meeting Friday in Mar-a-Lago to mend fences. President Trump last week ordered Bannon and White House Chief of Staff 
uh, Ryan's Priebus, to work this out amid mounting media reports of infighting between Bannon and Kushner. The clashes have become a distraction, blah, blah, blah. Priebus uh, took the reins last Friday, organizing a nighttime meeting to work things out. So far, uh, some order has been restored. Now, a senior administration staffer told Fox News overall Bannon and Kushner get along, described their differences as more philosophical than personal. So, apparently, well, that's good. Well, we'll see how long this lasts, and we'll figure it out. Hey, Natalie, let's talk about your long-legged chick that was body slammed by the cops next, okay? This is another crazy video, and we'll get to it next here on 710 WOR. Uh, quickly, one other issue here regarding the Trump administration, and it is being reported by The Telegraph, the British newspaper, that Donald Trump's decision to launch the cruise missile attack, the Tomahawks, the 59 to- By the way, did they uh, put in a new order for 59 Tomahawks that they used? <laughs> <Do> they- <laughs> yes, we'll replenish right away. <laughs> Who makes the Tomahawk? Is that like Lockheed Martin? Hey, Ray, can you look that up quickly? Because, you know, whoever makes the tomahawk, they, they love when these things get used because there's got to be a reorder, right? That's right. Million dollar, they're a million apiece, I right? I think they're a million a yeah. pop, right? <laughs> right around a million a pop. Yeah. So $59 million. Yeah. You know, boom, boom, boom. Hey, Ray, can you look up who makes the tomahawk missile for the uh, – it is Raytheon. Uh, Raytheon makes the tomahawk. Okay. Uh, they, hello, uh, tomahawk order department. <laughs> uh, hi there. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm calling for the U.S. Navy. Uh, need to order 59 tomahawks. Yeah, we just used a couple. <laughs> we need replacements. They were good. Yeah. Real good. Yeah. Could you, could you, you have a go, customer satisfaction survey? Can you just go online? I mean, can you just like go on like an Amazon? Is, does does Raytheon have like an Amazon quantity like, an e-commerce 56. website? Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the way, are they Prime members? Are those delivered for free, or is there shipping involved for those Tomahawk missiles? But uh, Donald Trump's son, this is Donald Trump Jr. Apparently, told the London Telegraph, the Daily Telegraph that the missile attack on Assad in Syria was proof that his father, that President Trump, was not uh, in cahoots or pushing around or, or pushed around by the, the Russians. That the fact that he attacked, the Russians were on base, the Russians were given a heads up, hey, why don't you get your assets and people out of the way, we're going to be coming in, because last thing we wanted to do was to kill Russians. Yeah, right. So we gave them, apparently, the heads up. But Donald Trump Jr. is saying that what his father authorized shows that he's not uh, working in concert or not uh, influenced by Putin. Because many had said that uh, oh, that uh, Trump is being completely uh, led by a leash by Putin. Uh, and he's saying that's not the case. And the missile attack, that proves that. It still goes to this whole uh, concern that he's just... Um unpredictable. And I mean, I suppose that's good if you're an adversary of ours, that you don't know what he's going to do. But, you know, you got to be careful because you can start something that's going to escalate into a war. So you just because you're ticked off at somebody, you don't tomahawk them. Uh, no, you know, I said Donald Trump Jr. It, it, it was Eric Trump. Okay. So uh, correction, it was Eric Trump that said that. He said his father would not be intimidated by uh, President Putin's talk of war, and there would be no one harder than President Trump if they cross us. Do you think there's clarity coming out of the White House on these uh, and where we stand on this stuff? I think there's better clarity. I think they're starting to get their act together after some tumultuous weeks and some indecision. Well, Spicer didn't have the policy straight yesterday. 
Uh, well, let's also uh, Tillerson. Tillerson too, yeah. Tillerson and Nikki Haley are UN secretary or UN uh, ambassador. Uh, they didn't have their stories in concert as well, but I think they're getting better, and I think it was a good show of force. So uh, there's no uh, leash attached to Trump's neck, and Trump is not being led around by Putin, according to Eric Trump. So, all right, on to the story that Natalie, the first thing out of Natalie's <laughs> mouth was, oh, that chick has long legs. Tell you what, I she, don't think I said it exactly like that. Yes, you did. Tell you no, what, I said that chick has long legs. She's got some Not nice legs. Not that chick has long legs. She's got nice legs. I'll tell you she's right. She's got a lot of legs. She's got a lot of legs. She's 22 years old with a lot of leg, and she's wearing high heels on top. It looks like she's over six feet tall with with, right. her, with her heels on. Very high heels and a very short outfit. Well, another story. We have the, the airplane story out of Chicago where the guy was dragged out by the cops. Another story with a video that's gone viral is a 22-year-old Fort Collins, Colorado woman by the name of Michaela Surratt. Apparently, she was out celebrating her birthday. Her boyfriend got into some kind of an issue. We don't know exactly what led up to it, but it turned out that she was having words with police. There was some incident, and the report is is that she shoulder-checked one of the cops. So she, Oh, come on. I, I've watched the video. She didn't. No, well, the video... The video starts after whatever preceded it, so we don't know exactly what led up to it. But the cops, the Fort Collins cop, takes her, manhandles her, and slams her to the ground, face first on the ground. So if you want to see this this chick, as Natalie put it, body slammed, uh, or if you want to see her amazing long legs in a short, short skirt, just go to Len and Todd, WOR.com. We have the video up, but people are complaining this was excessive. Does it, yeah, doesn't that trouble you? I mean, it's a little excessive. Well, I'll tell you what, let, let's, uh, yeah, we can let the listeners view the video. Maybe we'll deal with it later on. Uh, but the, the video is up. Len and Todd, WOR.com, L E N A N D T O D D W O R.com. It, it looks like they could have might been able to grab her and just yeah. handcuff her, but this was us. But we don't know exactly what led up to it. So we're a little handicapped here. But it was very excessive, and the video uh, is really amazing. 8 o'clock, news time. We're back in a minute. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.